The All In Podcast Show, episode number 16, with your host, Daniel Giordano. The All In Podcast Show is home to the top entrepreneurs, innovators, and world changers sharing their breakthrough moments and how they are changing the world. We will bring mentors into your world who can help you find balance and build a bold life of excellence. With your host, Daniel Giordano. Get off the sidelines. Get all in. And join us at www.allinpodcast.com. Yeah, I want to welcome everyone to the All In Podcast show today. And um, I am excited to introduce a man that um, is also in the podcasting world uh, that has a podcast called Wisdom Trek. His name is Guthrie Chamberlain. Um, and he's an entrepreneur specialist with exceptional wisdom and insight an insight that enables his clients to succeed with integrity and build uh, a legacy, uh, which obviously, as you know, um, is something that we're, you know, we, we believe in strongly here um, with the All In Podcast show. So with that said, I want to introduce Guthrie Chamberlain. Uh, Guthrie, welcome to the show today. Uh, thank you, Dan, for having me on your, your um, podcast and allowing me this opportunity to share a little bit about myself. Awesome. Uh, you know, welcome again. And uh I appreciate you taking the time. So I always like to just jump in uh, to, you know, letting the people know a little bit about your story, who you are um, and, you know, however far back you feel that you want to go and and um, and uh, what you stand for and and a little bit about your story. Certainly. And and I couldn't um, tell my story without going back to my childhood. We um, I was one of 10 children. I was the third oldest, had two older sisters and six younger brothers and a younger sister. Um, we grew up on primarily on an apple orchard in central Ohio. I had a small farm in the apple orchard. Um, my parents were extremely hard workers and taught each of us um, kids to be hard workers and learning the sort of the entrepreneurial spirit from the beginning. We had a roadside stand where we sold apple and ciders and other sundries. Um, but it gave me a good background, a good um Learning on how to work hard, we were by any stretch of the imagination um, a poor family. Um, the uh, it was a difficult time trying to with ten kids trying to eke out a living on the farm. Dad did work outside the the home at times when he needed to, um, but they were also um, strong um, family of faith. My parents were believers and taught all of us kids to. Um, live by um, God's word and and his precepts and taught those and ingrained those into the fabric of our lives also. And from there, uh, I went to college uh, and got through college in four years by working about 30 hours a week and going to school full time. I met my wife when I was a senior and she was a freshman, Paula, and she was uh, more interested in finding a husband than she was a degree. So we got married the summer after I graduated. Um, we have five children ourselves. They're all grown now, um, ranging ages between 28 and 34. So we had five kids in a six-year period shortly after we, we got married. So it was, um, a I guess, a, a um, trial by fire on raising children um, at the same time. Um, we shortly after that, we started our own business in 1985. So about six years after we were married, we started our own business and it was a technology business. And we had that business for about 17 years, grew it to three locations with about 50 employees and um, about between five and six million in sales. Um, part of that growth on the last couple of years was we merged with a couple other um, couples 
um, one, a very small company that did web development and some software programming, another company which was similar to ours, which we did computer sales and service and networking and K-12 through education and small business accounts. Now, the partnerships, um, it was sort of a trifecta issue. As we merged, one thing I didn't anticipate is, especially this the larger company that we uh, merged with, wasn't larger than ours, but close to our size, um, let, having them let go of the reins of control um, proved much more challenging than what we had originally anticipated, although we are all, we're all in agreement. Um, at the same time, which was in 2001, the dot-com boom at the time went bust, and the loan that we were guaranteed from the bank to help to fund the merger um, fell through at the last moment, but we went ahead and merged anyway. So left us short on capital um, with partners that were vying for control, I guess, <laughs> in, in that time period. Um, so um, that couple spun off into a separate company, and we just could not really regain our footing financially. Um, and with the, the drama of the merger that we'd gone through, so we had to elect to close down the business in 2002. Um, also during that time was the 9-11 happened, which put everything from an economic standpoint sort of into jitters. Um, so just the the atmosphere, um, our desire, we were getting tired of, of that large of company um, as entrepreneurs. And we just felt it would be best um, at that point to, to close the business. <clears throat> it left us um, fairly, impacted us dramatically from a financial perspective. Um, but prior to closing the business, about two years prior to that, we had started a consulting company called Venture Consulting Group. So after we closed the computer business, we just continued with our consulting business. Certainly downsized it. Primarily my wife and I now are, are Venture Consulting. Uh, a couple of our grown kids help out occasionally when we have need for their particular expertise, but um, it's primarily a, um, my wife and I. We have pivoted over the years. We were after we closed our computer business, we did some eBay eBay sales to help liquidate our inventory, and we found a lot of other computer dealer friends that I had um, come uh, friends with over the years uh, through conferences and associations. They also had a lot of obsolete and overstocked inventory that they wanted to get rid of. So we went into the eBay business, helping them to rid their overstocked and obsolete inventories and did that for now three or four years until we saw the writing on the wall with eBay, making it much more difficult to um, keep the viableness of that business. So we shifted there into more small business um, consulting over the years. And now we, over the last five to six years, we've uh, decided to really ho hone in or focus on just a handful of clients um, that we do their bookkeeping for them, um, financial, some on uh, some of their tax work. And uh, one of my clients, I do uh, remote technical support for their clients. They're a SaaS-based company, software company. So I do, I support their, their field client um, systems and we do it all remotely. So we're able to work from home. We work all day together and just uh, it's a great time just uh, my wife and I have really are enjoying our time now. Um, our children are out of the home now. And although my wife's mother lives with us, it's it's just been a really great time to to work together closely in the last few years. That sort of in a nutshell sums it up.
Well, that's that's uh, obviously uh, quite a quite a long venture, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, through, you know, weaved out throughout that. I'm sure that there's been uh, many ups and downs, as you've described. But would you say that, um, you know, who who would you say would be the the number one person that's influenced you the most in your life? I would say the largest single impact would be my parents, uh, as far as just grounding me both in the faith and in an entrepreneurial spirit, uh, work ethic. Um, but I would be remiss not to also say that my wife Paula has had a, a dramatic impact and influence um, on my our, my life and our relationship. Is I tend to be the go getter, the Type A personality, and she's very much um, more of a laid back and passive personality. So between the, the she and I, we make a, a very good team. Hmm. That's great. So. Um and, you know, and obviously being grounded in that from your parents, um, you know, I guess I'd like to hear your definition of, uh, of how you would define success. Um, success for me would would really um, it boils down to having love and respect for my wife and my children and my grandchildren. Ultimately, is what I would consider success. Um, that they would walk in the faith that we've taught them. Um, and it becomes part of the fabric of their life. And the others that I've impacted over the years, um, having that same love and respect for me. Um, we all, because of the world that we live in, financially we have to to be astute. So um, part of success would be making wise financial um, decisions and being able to be stable from a financial standpoint. And then... Ties into why I started our our podcast, Wisdom Dash Trek, was to be able to live a a living legacy today um, that will impact generations to come. Um, as I pondered my life over the last few years, I realized, you know, I don't want to wait until I, I pass on from this world to impact it. You know, I want to be able to impact it through everybody that I meet today, um, primarily my my family but to those others that God allows to cross my path. Hmm. That's, that's a, uh, uh, you know, I love that answer. That's, um, you know, obviously um, there, you know, everyone has a little bit of a different definition of, of that word. Obviously the, in the world, you know, a lot of people associate that with finances um, and, uh, you know, and, and uh, things that you get, but it's, it's interesting in the conversations that we have on a daily basis with the people that have had, uh, financial success and yet are still empty um, as I, you know look at look at it from that perspective but um, you know I, I love hearing a grounded version of of that um, because sometimes you know like myself um, it took me quite a while uh, to reach that part you know to actually get what you got already um, that definition so um, through your journey it sounded like you know in your story there uh, there were uh, some times that you had some challenges um, what would what would have been you know uh, some of the challenges or mistakes that that you may have made? Well, I think the biggest single challenge was when we had to close down our business because, um, it, from a financial perspective, it it basically robbed us of uh, the previous fifteen to seventeen years that we worked at building building up a, a solid financial basis. Um, the couples that we went into business with. Although we had known, especially the, the one couple, for many years through our computer associations, um, 
our values weren't quite the same as I thought as a, as what I thought they were. Um, so that from a financial standpoint was a pretty um, big impact on us and probably the single most Im- impact as far as, as what we've had to go through. But as far as the challenge is daily, um, even today balancing the proper balance between um, the amount of work that I do, because I love to work and, you know, and that's, been is, is a passion of mine, but to properly focus that and my family responsibilities and those others that might have needs um, that will take away from my workday um, to realize that those other intrinsic issues are much more important than whether I complete my to-do list for today. Hmm. So... You know, and and uh, and then obviously working through those challenges and and uh, you know figuring that out. Um, you know, when you when what was the moment that you um, I guess after you had I would assume you know I'm not saying that you lost everything, but you know, uh, but you know when you when you have to shut down a business, there's obviously some financial strain, I'm sure. Um, uh, you know, to turn that around, what did that look like for you? It looked like a lot of hard work. <laughs> Um, because of the the one other couple that spun off they had uh, a portion of debt that was um, they brought into the combined business but we had never signed back on to because it was their responsibility well they ended up suing us for that portion of the debt and because of the other financial difficulties we were having um, we chose to go ahead and file bankruptcy at that point. So that was very difficult. One, is a, from a moral standpoint, it was a very difficult decision um, for us. We had paid off everybody else that we owed, basically, other than this one portion of debt that we had really never, were never uh, assigned to. Um, the judge ruled in our favor, saying that, you know, it was not our responsibility and, and, realized that that it was I don't want to say taken advantage of because I went in with eyes wide open and and I accept full responsibility for that but um, circumstances as they were that they felt that we were were not responsible for for that other debt Um, but doing so certainly was a uh, difficult for us both from a personal and a um, level and a business level but as we Went through that, which had stretched out many, many months longer than what we ever anticipated um, and, and impacted us from just a time consumption basis a lot longer than what we, we realized would. We also got back up on our feet. Um, we did the eBay business. Um, one of the, as part of that transition, um, one of the computer dealers out of um, Queens, New York, was closing their business. And I worked with with them to liquidate their entire warehouse. Well, in order to do so, because they had decided to um, just leave the inventory and have me take care of liquidating it, I would drive in to Queens on Monday morning into um, their location, which wasn't the, you know, I grew up on a farm and in the country and I wasn't wasn't used to big city life at all. Um, So it was um, less than an attractive space. So I slept in the warehouse at night and um, spent three months liquidating their inventory. So I'd drive in on Monday mornings, live there all week by sleeping in the warehouse, and then drive back on Friday afternoons. 
Um, so we did that for three months in order to help and get their liquidate their inventory completely liquidated. But it was necessary um, both from a financial perspective and helped to get us back on our feet somewhat. And we did that along with the eBay business. And through that, I realized that, yeah, we can get knocked down, but if we are persistent and persevere, then we can get back up on our feet. And I learned that probably more than any any other point, that the money was just money. And it was not the most important thing in, in our lives. And we didn't have to to work so hard, tried to preserve it, because if we were diligent and persistent, that we would have enough to take care of us. And that if we were blessed with anything more than that, then it was our responsibility to utilize that additional funds to help others that, that were in need or to make a bigger impact than what we could otherwise. So, um, you know, and uh, as you describe that, I'm just, you know, obviously thinking about areas where, um, you know, I, I can relate them to my life, and I'm sure many people, many of the listeners here can listen, uh, can can also relate to this. When we get knocked down, sometimes, sometimes there's a period where we get stuck, um, and you know, I believe that the reason, one of the reasons that I stepped up to to do this podcast um, is because. You know, I, uh, me personally, there was a part in my life where I had been stuck, um, not stepping out, not trusting, not not doing uh, what I needed to do in certain areas of my life to be all in in this whole message. So, you know, seeing that you, um, you know, when you hear it, when I hear what you say, um, it, it almost seems like it was immediate for you. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, how much time went by through that lowest point to when you actually started to get, you know, if you want to call it back on track. Um, probably a two to three year um, mm. period. Um, and at the tail end of our what we were doing from an eBay business, I did work for a nationwide consulting firm as a contract um, person where we worked directly with small businesses. And it did require extensive travel. Um, and, and I became a road warrior at that point. I left on um, Sunday nights and got back on Friday nights uh, for three, a three year period. And from between the eBay business getting us over the initial financial hurdle and then being able to work for the, um, as a contractor for this consult, um, large nationwide consulting firm, um, that really is where we were able to get back up on our feet financially. And, and from that point, um, both from I, I, some of the sales tactics of that company became more and more questionable as the economy got tight in around the 2007 era. So I, from a, a moral standpoint, a Christian standpoint, I could not continue with them just because I, I disagreed with some of their practices. But by that time, we were able to be back up on our feet again and then secure a handful of small business clients that we've continued to work with over the years. Right. That's good. So it's, you know, it's all, and I'm glad I asked that question because sometimes people think, you know, and I, I know a lot of times, especially in my life, when it when I started earning income online uh, back in the early 2000s, uh, people think that, oh, damn, was an overnight success. You know, they didn't see the two and a half years, three years of me banging my head against the wall, exactly. staying up till three, four in the morning every night and then still getting up and going to work in the morning, um, you know, to try to figure some things out. So um, but it's it's cool that you share that because it's, I think it's important that a lot of times, um, you know, especially nowadays more than ever, people have inform information overload and they think they could just hit the magic button. 
um, and reset, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I, I have to chuckle at times, not not to a person, but to myself, that some of the um, idealism in, in the podcasting arena where people expect within a matter of two to three months that they'll have a successful podcast and be making lots of money. And while that happens to a, a very small handful of people, the rest of us will probably have to work at it for several years before it becomes um, gains enough traction to to become successful for us. Right, you know, just like anything else, you know, it takes consistent daily action. It does. Yeah, so that's awesome. So I'm glad you shared that. Um, so uh, you know, I want to hear a little bit about you know, you talk about legacy, um, and um, I, I'd like to hear you know some of the things that you're doing to impact the world. Um, and, uh, I know I'm catching you off guard. It's not on the, you know, but I know it's in you, yes. <laughs> so you can share no problem. It, it, for me, especially over the last, um, five to 10 years, I've really been impressed on, on helping others to realize what legacy really is. Uh, it can be financial. Um, and if you work a financial legacy well, then it can help or impact such a, a greater, um, group of people than you you can if you don't have the financial wherewithal. But more importantly is to help others that might be struggling through life to realize that we all go through these uh, ups and downs of life, that that's part of the trek that we're on. And what we need to do is be grounded, for me, in my faith and also grounded in reality. Um, I'm a very positive person, uh, optimistic person. But also a very realistic person realizing that optimism uh, is important and crucial, but sometimes it takes a lot of time and, and effort in order to to reach the levels that we want to. And what's most important is impacting the lives of others. And that could be financially, but it could be just going out and helping somebody that's in need of help um, to do some odd job for them or just to help them through some sort of crisis that they're having and being there as a, as a mentor or a friend in order to, to reach them and to leave that impact on them so that they go out and share and, and help others also. Um, and that consistency, I think, you know, I, I, I think with as my kids become adults and experience life themselves, um, they're realizing that just that consistency and persistence each day is what's most important and that they can get through it um, if they just um, continue on. Good stuff. So, I mean, obviously that would tie in with your, uh, you know, uh, a little bit with your purpose and your calling. Yes, it does. And in part of my purpose and calling, and one of the reasons we're making our, our business pivot now, um, especially with the Wisdom Dash Trek podcast, is that, I want to be able to reach a, a greater um, audience of people um, with wisdom, with legacy building, just that consistency that they need every day. And if I can give somebody a nugget of, of truth or a nugget of wisdom today that will help them to carry on and impact their world, then that's extremely important to me um, as we pivot our consulting business into more of an online business than we want to reach the same impact to impact entrepreneurs and small business owners with not only solid business foundation and systems, but also with uh, helping them to establish a greater impact in their worlds um, through 
building legacy themselves, which may be financial, but there's much more to it than, than just the financial aspect. Sure. So um, as we get, as we start to wind down here, uh, what um, I guess, you know, is there one thing that you could share with the listeners that they can go apply today in their life that you would recommend to them? Well, as I thought of this, I couldn't think of anything better than what the way I end each of my podcasts on a daily basis. And it's basically the, the seven um, habits of success. And, and they, they are live, live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. And then after I say that, I always, always end with keep moving forward. Enjoy your journey and go out and create a great day. That's awesome. That is really awesome. Um, so how do our guests find out more about you? Well, they can reach me uh, on our website, which is wisdom-trek, that's T-R-E-K dot com, or my email address is Guthrie, G-U-T-H-R-I-E, adventurecg.com and that's for our venture consulting group so it's venturecg.com um, either one of those if they email me I'll respond right to them if they if I can help them with any business issues with any legacy issues or questions or if they just want somebody to chat with um, certainly I'm I'm here one of the um, mantras I guess for our my wisdom trek podcast is uh, to help others to create a legacy of wisdom to help them to seek out discernment and insight, to boldly grow where few have gr- chosen to grow before, and to live long and prosper. And that's certainly taken, sort of taken from a Star Trek um, beginning, but that is mm-hmm. the, the focus where I, I want to help others um, through Wisdom Trek in order to, to give them some nugget of wisdom, not some nugget of insight that will help them in their lives. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, today, Guthrie, and and um, and then also just sharing your great wisdom and insights uh, to impact the world. And I appreciate what you're doing to step out, be a world changer, and um, and really um, go out and live your purpose and your calling. And thank you so much, Dan. I think it's so important. And, and the the beauty of the medium of podcasting and and online is we can reach such a greater sphere than just our local sphere, although that's important. But we have the opportunity and the privilege of, of reaching the entire world. And we just never know what, who we may impact and how far that impact will stretch, either through that person or um, through the medium of, of um, the online world today. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's an amazing thing to be able to want your, your one click away from anybody. Exactly. You know, it's an awesome thing. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time today and, and – uh, and uh, glad to know you. Thank you so much, Dan, and God bless you and your, and your podcast and ministry there. For more information on the links and resources recommended in this show, please visit allinpodcast.com.